Hello and welcome to the Baileys and Barbells podcast. This is your host, Lexis O'Hara. I'm a personal trainer and powerlifting coach specializing in sports performance and fitness nutrition. On this podcast, we talk all things strength and fitness while I sip on some Baileys. So grab your drinks and let's dive on in. Today, we are talking about seasonal depression and how to stay on track with your fitness goals. I feel like right now is the perfect time to talk about this, not only because of the time change, it's getting dark out earlier. Why is it getting dark out at freaking 4.30? What's going on? I struggle with regular depression and seasonal depression is kind of like that little cherry on top of my shit cake, you know? Like, for those of us who struggle with depression, anxiety, 2020 is not making it any easier. Seasonal depression just is another thing that we don't want to deal with, but unfortunately, we don't really have a choice. So the reason why I want to talk about this is, again, not because it's the perfect time to talk about this with the time change, but also I've been seeing on social media, now I don't want to piss anybody off. I really don't, but I'm a little pissed off. I've been a little pissed off and I want to talk about it because nothing upsets me more than hearing trainers, hearing coaches be insensitive about this topic and even more so, and I don't want to take anyone's experience away from them. I don't want to say you're not struggling with that because if you were, you wouldn't be talking to people like this and you'd be a little more sensitive to it. But essentially what I'm saying is I don't think that certain people struggle on the same level as other people. As a coach, as an athlete, the mindset that an athlete, that a coach has to have is next level. And that's how they talk to themselves not just how they sometimes talk to their clients and, and their athletes. But I think hearing certain people talk about their depression and their anxiety, and I struggle with this too, and I have to push through, fuck motivation, fuck all that, fuck your excuses. It, it pushes a button in me because not everyone's mental health is as deep as others. And to say push through, fuck your excuses. If I can do it, you can do it. I I don't think that's fair because again, athletes, coaches do have this whole other mindset that is a little more intense than, than others when they're talking to maybe their clients, to just a regular lifestyle client, or even to their social media where all kinds of people are following them. All kinds of people are listening to them. Athletes are not. Um, I think it can be a little harsh and kind of push people away from fitness to hear hear a coach, someone you look up to say, fuck your bullshit excuse of struggling with mental health. Because like I said, I struggle with depression. I struggle with anxiety on a daily basis. We've got seasonal depression kicking in. People who maybe don't struggle as badly with general depression as a disorder might start to struggle with seasonal depression. And if not, seasonal depression is a diagnosis, just lower energy, mood swings, mood shifts, lack of motivation, if we want to call it that. And that's okay. It scientifically makes sense because we have less sunlight, we have less vitamin D. It makes things a little harder. And I'm here to be the coach that says, fuck the coaches that say, fuck you and your depression and your mental health, because I think that's bullshit and I want to speak out on it. But I also don't want to piss anybody off, but I still want to speak my mind. So I'm kind of struggling here with how much I should really go off right now. But that's why I'm making today's episode because I've I've heard and I've seen enough of 
coach is being a little too harsh on this. And I want to be the coach that says, you know what? I get it. Here is an action plan. Here are some tips of things I do for myself and for my clients and my athletes. The first tip that I wrote down is to engage in exercise that you enjoy, not exercise which is optimal, quote unquote. I tend to talk a lot from a scientific standpoint about what is optimal, quote unquote. And that is because I am a science nerd. I love learning about optimal training, optimal, just doing anything that's optimal. I love to optimize everything I do in my life with business, with fitness, with with everything. So I am the one person that will tell you, don't do that. That's not optimal. You can save your time and do something more efficient. But when it comes to this circumstance, doing what is optimal scientifically might actually be a little less optimal in the sense that if you try to constantly do what is the most efficient thing for your fitness goals, but you can't actually get yourself up to do it, well, then it's not efficient or optimal because you're doing nothing. So what we need to do is find an action plan that maybe it's not the most efficient thing, but it gets you up and gets you doing more. So For example, just because cardio may be effective and optimal for your fat loss goals over other forms of exercise, that doesn't mean it's the only way to get to those fat loss goals. A lot of people just simply lift heavy and remain in a caloric deficit to achieve their fat loss goals. While cardio may be really effective for fat loss and getting into a deficit, it's not the only way. If you don't like to do cardio and you're mentally not going to right now with the seasonal depression, regular depression, with whatever you're going through, if you can't get yourself to do cardio, well then guess what? Even though it's good for you, you don't have to do it. Choose an exercise that will be easier to get you out of bed in the morning. Something that you can do without much convincing. For me, something that I really, really enjoy is early morning hot yoga sessions in the winter. It is chef's kiss. That is the one thing I will tell you you have to try. Going to early morning hot yoga, baby. Oh my goodness gracious. Definitely recommend trying that, but it could be anything. And I'm only meaning this for if you're struggling with your mental health, because if you have fitness goals, physical fitness goals, and you're not struggling with your mental health, I'm going to be a little more harsh on you and tell you, suck it up, buttercup. So just a reminder, this is This podcast isn't if you're just making excuses for why you're not doing what's optimal. This is the podcast for you if you're struggling with your mental health and you want to do what's optimal, but you don't have the mental capacity right now. You don't have the motivation, if you want to call it that. You're just not there mentally. It's really, really rough. Life is rough for you right now. This is for you. This podcast is for you. Second tip is to pivot, but do not stop. Now, this is really, really similar to the first tip, but this one's more so for my athletes who struggle because for my athletes who struggle with their mental health, especially during this time, this is the time when I do start to see my athletes struggling. Also, I don't know if I mentioned during this, 10 out of 10 recommend therapy. Do what's best for your mind. Therapy is fitness for the mind, but also going back to pivot, but do not stop. For my athletes who struggle, we have have two routes that we go and we either do route number one, which is engaging in exercise that you enjoy, versus what is optimal. So that's the first route. Most athletes don't tend to go that route because we know that our goals, despite our mental health struggles, are still there, even though we can't really find that passion or that motivation or that interest in the current moment. It's because 
depression, if you haven't really struggled with it, at least, or maybe if you haven't struggled it in this way, it's kind of like this, I don't even want to say it's a dark cloud. It's like you're two different people is actually a better way to describe it. You're two different people and you have happy you, normal you, and then you have the you that's maybe like a ghost. You're you're not whole. You're not yourself, but you're kind of you. And you still recognize that all of your goals, all of your passions are there, but they're just invisible. Your mental health, your depression just kind of takes that away or makes them invisible for a second. And so even though you're fully aware that that your goals are there, it's really, really, really hard in the moment to find an interest in those things because your depression takes them away from you, unfortunately. It is really, really sucky. It's really shitty, but that's just, that's depression. So for my clients who are on that same mindset where they're aware that their goals are still their goals and they're not, you know, they're not giving up their goals or they're not in a place where they want to give up those goals, even though they don't have an interest in them. That is where we talk about pivot, but do not stop. So this is where we're not just going to do the things that are fun. We're not going to just not be on a program anymore. We're going to still be on a training program, which is semi-optimal for your goals. Let's say if you're powerlifting, if you're a powerlifter, we're going to still have you on a powerlifting program, but it's going to be a more flexible and more fluid program where maybe we're lifting less than normal. So let's say normally you lift five times per week. What I would probably do for you, and this is just a standard, you know, a standard client, everyone's unique, everyone's different, but let's just give a basic one. You're lifting five times per week. Now you're hit with a seasonal depression. So what I might do for you is decrease your training to three times per week. You're still going to hit your squat, bench, and deadlift. And then I'm going to tell you, I still want you to move every other day of the week. So you're lifting three times per week, but I want you to, I still want you to walk. I want you to hit your walk goals because it's easier, easier to get yourself up to go for a walk, then sometimes it is to get yourself to go up and train to lift really heavy. Because you have to mentally be there to lift heavy. It is a mental sport just as much as it is a physical sport. That's kind of what I mean by pivot, but do not stop. Pivot your goals a little bit, but you're not going off a program completely. Um, And there's more fluidity, more flexibility in there where maybe one day you're just knocked off your ass and you can't leave your bed. Okay, that's fine you can move your session over to the next day and rearrange your sessions a little bit more. Um, so it just gives you a little bit more flexibility. So some clients really, really, most most of my clients really function well off of that second one. The people who I recommend just going off program completely and just moving in the way they can, the coaching becomes more about accountability to make sure they're moving um, and exercising, but less about following a strict specific program. So um, the coaching changes quite a bit there as well. And it's more about accountability rather than following a specific program and just making sure they're doing good. They're moving. They're not falling off completely. And I still recommend them working alongside a therapist. The third tip is using physical movement as a form of self-care. So also, this is a really good one for people who struggle with seasonal depression and depression in general. But if you're someone who, let's say you want to get into fitness goals and you're not really someone who considers themselves an athlete or considers themselves even a regular gym goer, let's say you want to get into the gym, but now you're knocked off your ass right now with, with the seasonal depression and 2020 depression and regular depression and anxiety and 2020 anxiety and 
you know, this tip might be more beneficial for you. And this is where I would say, if you haven't really been consistent in the gym, you don't really know what it feels like to be consistent in the gym. And that means you also don't know or haven't quite experienced some of the really awesome benefits that physical fitness, that training offers you. If you haven't experienced the endorphin rush of training, this is where I would tell you, if you're struggling, try to work out anyways. Try to train anyways. Try to get up and push through anyways, even if even if you feel like you can't. Because if you're not used to the endorphin rush, this might be a dream come true for you. Because training offers you, I'm sure you already know, mental benefits such as an increase, a boost in your mood, an increase and in boost in your energy. Once you're consistent, you have a rush of energy. But this is something that after you're consistent, it stays and grows throughout the day. So it's not just a post-workout feeling. It becomes an energy boost from the moment you wake up until the moment you go to sleep. And it changes your entire life, your entire quality of life. So if fitness isn't already a part of your life and you're struggling, I cannot tell you how much I recommend you just forcing yourself to do it anyways and move. And don't think of it as a body weight or a physical aesthetic goal. Literally just think of it as I'm doing this for my mind because my mind is beautiful and I want to treat it right. Don't think of it as a physical fitness goal. Think of it as a mental health goal. Definitely try your best to keep active, keep moving. It's really, right now, it's so important that you that you focus on your fitness because it will keep you sane. That's what it's meant to do. We're meant to move. We're meant to feel good when we exercise and after we exercise. And I know, I know a lot of us are struggling right now. I'm struggling too, or I have struggled a lot more in the past with this. But once fitness becomes a part of your life, it can really change your life in more ways than you expected. It doesn't just change your body. It changes your mind. It changes your confidence. And honestly, as someone who has struggled with depression all of her life, fitness and the being consistently involved in fitness has really, really changed my quality of life mentally. I would say it's changed my mental health more than it has my physical health. I've always been relatively, relatively physically healthy, relatively physically active, but being consistent it has consistently changed my mental health for the better. And it's a part of my life that I freaking cherish because of that. And I enjoy it. So at the end of the day, seasonal depression or not, you should be finding exercise that you thoroughly, truly enjoy most of the time. Sometimes you, sometimes you won't enjoy it. Sometimes you'll have a bad day because you didn't lift as heavy as you wanted to. You felt weak, whatever. But at the end of the day, you still love the process. You still enjoy it. Um, so find things that you enjoy. And that really, that really is it. Now, while I do always say or say a lot of the times that fitness is like a mental, physical therapy, I never want anyone to ever believe that training or exercise will replace therapy. Will they go hand in hand? Yeah, a lot of the times they will go hand in hand. A lot of the times therapists are going to recommend exercise. Why? Because it's important for your mental health. But does it replace therapy? No. Are personal trainers or coaches therapists? No. I, I can't stand when coaches do that. I can't stand when coaches downplay mental health or act like they 
are also therapists themselves. And that is the note we're going to leave this on today. So thanks so much for listening. If you struggle, I totally understand and relate to your struggles. Maybe not fully. We all struggle on a different, you know, on different spectrums. But if you struggle, know that I too struggle sometimes. That's it for today's episode. Thanks so much for listening. I will catch you guys in the next episode. If you want to learn more about coaching or training and nutrition as a whole, you can head over to www.flexclub.fit and check out all the cool stuff we've got going on over there. And if you guys liked today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you went over to iTunes and left us a review. But other than that, I will see you guys in the next episode. Thanks so much for listening. Bye guys. Bye guys.